Welcome, I'm Chris Tinsley. This is Finances for Everyone, where your financial health matters. Thanks for checking out today's episode. If you want to find out more about Finances for Everyone, click on the show notes and go to financesforeveryone.com, where you'll get a free gift by filling out your name and email information at the top of the page, or you can read our blog and check out our real estate courses. We're also on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. Today, we are going to be talking about real estate investing benefits, and this is part two. All right, let's get right into the real estate investing benefits part two. Um, so what we're going to be talking about today are some of the tax benefits that you can get from investing in real estate. And there's a large list. Um, you know, this isn't going to be all inclusive, but um, first off, a lot of tax deductions that you can do. Now, tax deductions and tax credits are two different things, if you've heard of those. So tax credits is going to be like money that you get back. So if you have a child, you know, there's a $2,000 tax credit. So you actually get that $2,000 back. Tax deductions are just reducing your taxable income. So it can have a lot of benefits. It can push you into a lower tax bracket if you're able to deduct enough. Um, and for most things, uh, there's a standard deduction, but for these, you can itemize also, and that's kind of what we're talking about here. If you want to go ahead and itemize your taxes, if you um, the standard deduction is not enough for you, you can go ahead and you can itemize those. So um, the first thing that you can deduct is state and local taxes. So any taxes that you pay on your properties and you are, say, you're spending $3,600 um, every single year on taxes you can deduct that from your taxable income so that you're not having to pay taxes on something that um you know doesn't make sense then also uh you can do it on your mortgage interest and this can be a huge deduction um every single year so let's say that you have um you know six thousand dollars that you're paying a mortgage interest every single year if you make a hundred thousand dollars in that year you're able to reduce that um, you know, buy six thousand dollars. So that's you know that's a huge amount that can push you down um, even lower into the different tax bracket. Um, same thing for insurance, um, maintenance, repairs, and operating expenses. So these are some of the most common areas that you're going to see uh, your deductions be in. And this can can really um, you know a lot of people don't realize everything that they can um, be deducting. Insurance is pretty um, clear, but some of the maintenance and repairs and improving that you do on your property um, can also be seen as deductions. And, and I know a lot of new uh, investors just won't um, won't take these deductions or they'll take the standard deduction and not realize that they actually you know had a lot more of an expense throughout their year because they're not even really you know they're not even really looking at that. Uh, another one is depreciation. So depreciation is pretty cool um, for what you can do here. So uh, depreciation is over 27 and a half years uh, of the life of that property. So that's what they determine as the life. So that's 3.6% uh, per year that you can deduct. So if you have a $200,000 house, that's going to equal out to just over $7,000 per year that you can deduct. So that's going to bring your tax liability down even more. That's another $7,000 per year um, if you have a $200,000 house that you're going to be able to deduct uh, from that. So look at that before you just take the standard deduction. Um, you know, Put that in your calculus so that you can uh, make even more uh, money and not have to get taxed in a higher tax bracket when you shouldn't be. 
Now, uh, that's the general deductions that you can take. I wanted to talk some, though, about 1031 exchanges. And I really like 1031 exchanges. I think they're a great portion of the tax code. Not that there's many great portions of the tax code, but this is a pretty good one um, if you take advantage of it. So basically, a 1031 exchange is a way that you can uh, you know, sell a property, take the money from that property, and then buy another property and never having paid taxes on the gains that you made um, on that sale. So there's a lot of rules that are surrounding the 1031 exchanges. Like you can't just um, you know, do anything you want with that. You have to buy a, a new property for the same price um, or more than the sale of your old property. So let's say that you buy a property for $100,000 and then over time it appreciates to $150,000. Um, you can buy a new property for $150,000 or for more. Um, so that's a great benefit. So let's say that uh, you know, as that new piece of property that you bought appreciates to maybe $180,000 uh, after a few minor repairs, you can do a second 1031 exchange and buy another property for $180,000 or more uh, and never having paid taxes on you know your capital gains of that property. So that's really, really beneficial. And that's one way that you can build your uh, you know your real estate portfolio. Now eventually if you do sell it and you don't have a 1031 exchange that you're planning on doing, you're eventually going to have to pay uh, you know your taxes on uh, your capital gains of that property. However, over this whole time, you know, you've been, been increasing to bigger and bigger properties and you've been getting, uh, you know, rent from those properties. So you're really on top, even though you have to pay some taxes at the end, it helps you not having to pay those taxes um, as you go along. There's some other rules too. Um, so you have to identify a property that you want to buy within 45 calendar days of the sale um, of your initial property. And then you have to close on that new property within 180 days. So it's not like you just have all the time in the world. So it's, it, you know, it's really best to, if you're selling a property, have another one lined up that you want to buy. Otherwise, you have um, a little bit of time that you can identify that, find that property about 45 days. Um, but if you're looking for something real specific, just realize 1031 exchange might not work for everyone. Um, but you know, you can at least go into it trying to do a 1031 exchange. And if it doesn't work out, then you know you're exactly the same place as you were uh, when you were just planning on selling that property and paying the taxes on it. Uh, or if the 1031 exchange goes through, then you're going to you know be picking up another property without paying any taxes on that. And there were a few more real estate investing benefits. Thanks for checking out today's episode. To learn more, go to the show notes and click on financesforeveryone.com. You can read our blog, get a free gift by filling out your information in the banner, or check out our real estate course. You can also see us at YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts by typing in Finances for Everyone. Till next time.